You are now listening to The Oliver Manley Show. The flip side of being so passionate about what you're up to and what you're creating as an entrepreneur is overworking yourself, is burning yourself out. You're so ambitious and and excited and curious about the path that you're pursuing that sometimes all these other areas of your life just start to wither away and they get sacrificed in order to pursue your mission, to accomplish whatever goal or objective is in front of you. And I totally get that and I've been there and this is something that I struggle with constantly, avoiding that overwork and and that burning out. Because what happens is if you have uh, the breakdown of the burnout, of the overwork and, and you're completely run dry, you're empty, you need time to recover and recuperate and all of a sudden all that momentum that you've created, all that fuel that you've added to the fire, it just starts to wane. And then all of a sudden, you're kind of starting from scratch again, trying to build yourself back up. And that breakdown is something that is is so important that we learn how to either avoid or simply manage. Because if you are in the process of being in your growth edge, breakdowns are bound to happen. I mean, if you're not having breakdowns, you're literally not expanding your capacity to create, to serve, to to uh, to share yourself and your services and all that stuff. So I think um, this conversation it's it's about time. It's about time that this conversation shows up. And I think that more and more we are finding that this is just not the way that people want to be living. I mean, it, it's so against everything that it means to be a human being. All this grinding and hustling and, and all that stuff, it's just, you know, it, it was sexy and stylish for a time, but now people are starting to realize, like, really, I don't think I want that kind of life. And of course, there's going to be moments in your life and moments in your business where an, a sprint is necessary. It's important for you to kind of hone in and focus when the opportunity is there and other things need to be on pause. But overall, like in terms of the sustainability of it, it just simply doesn't work. So when it comes to just like the general day-to-day practical side of things, these are some of the things that I think would be super helpful for you if you want to be able to avoid the overwork, the burnout, if you want to learn to manage yourself and how you, how you utilize your time and your energy so that when you do show up and it, it is time to be on you're present, you're focused, you're determined, you're creative, you're resourceful, and you're not like completely just dragging your ass and trying to wake your ass up in the morning uh, just to just to get yourself into your office chair, into your seat, and to, to get some work done. So at least this way, if you put these five things in place in one shape or form, you'll start to notice that you're a little bit more energized, you're a little bit more clear, and you're a little bit more purposeful in your actions. Because really, be, overworking yourself just means you're being completely ineffective. You're actually, uh, it's, it's the opposite of Occam's razor, which is, you know, what is the minimum effective dose? What is the minimum necessary amount of effort to achieve the greatest amount of results? I mean, if you are in business, really the job of an entrepreneur is to take something of lower input and turn it into something of a higher output. And that's really what it is. It's take something of something that where, where people might not realize that there's value there, like take it and turn it into something so that people see the high level of value, whether it's you're taking 
a property and, and fixing it up and then flipping it for a higher value, making a return, or you're taking something, you're manufacturing a product and it, the raw materials and the manufacturing is like a fraction of what the retail side is, or if it's an information product or it's a service, you're trying to take something and turn it into the highest value possible. So, and that's really what we're here to do. I mean, I, I see entrepreneurs as artists. Artists to me are people who can see so much better than anyone else can see. Like they look at the world one way and then when they portray and they illustrate it in whatever form of art it is, whether it's a painting or a portrait or music or whatever it is, we see it and we're just like, holy crap, I did not see it that way. I did not see life or the world or that perspective at all. And that's kind of, I feel like what an entrepreneur's job is, is to see value where other people don't see value and then, you know, illustrate it, demonstrate it so that people can appreciate it in a new way. So I'm going off on a tangent, but here are the five things. The first thing I would say is work less. That's really simple to say, very hard to implement, but I think this is probably the best thing for you to do is to limit the amount of time that you are working. And the simplest example is you ever notice that when you have a week's worth of work, but you're, you only have two days, but you're off on vacation. And after those two days, you get that whole week's worth of work done in two days, don't you? Or like if you were back in university, back in school, you only had a day or two days to study because you'd left it all to the last minute, but you cram. You can get all of that studying done in a short period of time or whatever project it was. You can get so much more done in a short period of time because there's a deadline. Like it's really, it's real. And this goes hand in hand with the second recommendation was, which is boundaries. So in order for to work less, you have to be able to set some boundaries for yourself. So actually limit how much time you have available for work. And what you'll do is you make sure during those time that's times that you are on, you are fully on. And what am I, what my coach says is you got to get Olympic with your time. If you're an Olympian, if you're an athlete, what you're trying to do is to accomplish as much as you can in as little time as possible. And when you are working less and you create boundaries to support this, to have these positive constraints, you take a week's worth of work and you accomplish it in four days or three days or whatever it is. And so that, that way you're almost forced to get things done. And then when you are off, you're forced to have that time to recover, to recuperate, to plan ahead, to take stock of what worked, what didn't work. And that is probably the part that most people are missing is having that space outside of being in the business and being able to look at it from the outside and work on the business. If you don't have that time, you're just running around aimlessly spinning your wheels. And that is just, that's, that's a form of laziness. It just does not, it, it is not an effective way, uh, uh, an appropriate way of utilizing your time and your energy. So really it is about like, how, how can you create the most return on your investment of time, energy, money, resources, relationships, all that stuff. If you are overworking and burning yourself out, you don't have boundaries, there's, there's no limitations to your schedule, then really you're, you're decreasing the ROI. You're actually lowering the value of the time input, energy input, money inputs, all of that stuff. And so what are you going to do? What are you going to do with the rest of that time? So yeah, you'll have time to work 
on the business or maybe align your goals and look into the future, uh, what you want to accomplish next. Look at what's worked in the last couple, last week or the last couple of weeks so you can implement those lessons into your agenda into the future. But the third thing I would say is you got to find other things for yourself to do. You got to find other interests, other things that make you excited, other things that you are curious about, other skills that you want to acquire and become proficient at. Because one of the things that I notice with all the clients that I work with is they are so damn attached to their identity as whatever business that they are in. You know, my real estate clients are so focused on I am a realtor, I am a real estate investor, uh, or the coaches that I work with, like I am a coach, and that's you know, 80% of the time, 90% of the time is so invested in that that outside of that, they don't know who the hell they are. And that's one question that I always ask my clients is who are you without this business? Like who are you without the real estate? Who are you without the coaching? Who are you without the writing or the yoga or whatever it is, the thing that you are spending so much time identifying with, like the I am statements, who are you without that? And when you take it away and that space is there, I think a whole opportunity for a conversation shows up, a conversation for what is possible. And I know deep down there are areas in your life that you are looking to grow, whether it's a hobby or a talent or uh, something that you just have a really awkward or or weird interest in. And it can be something to read or a place to go or something to pick up, something to learn, something to, to, to take classes for. But if you have other areas where you're interested, where you are learning, where you're educating yourself, where you're growing, I promise you what happens is that stuff starts to trickle into the work that you are doing in your business, in your work. Because... If you're growing these other parts of your brain, these other parts of your life, it just seems like we are integrated human beings and all that stuff just finds its way into the work that we're doing. And all of a sudden, because you can take time away from something, coming back to it, you see it with fresh eyes. You see it from a new perspective. You ever notice when you say a word like orange, like you say it over and over again, like orange, 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 orange. Orange. All of a sudden, it starts to lose meaning. Like, what the hell am I saying? And part of that is because our brain just exhausts that piece where that what that word means, like what what you're trying to say, it just exhausts it. And then all of a sudden, you're hearing the word, you're reading the word, you're seeing the word, and it doesn't mean the same thing that it used to. It's all of a sudden like really, really odd. It's almost like it's another language. So the same thing with your work. If you are so, so honed in on work all of the time, there's parts of your brain that you are just exhausting. Take the time away and go pick up piano, pick up guitar, pick up dancing, uh, screenwriting, writing a book. I don't know what it is for you, but all that stuff starts to rejuvenate, starts to replenish with energy. And then as soon as you come back, boom, there it is. You have a whole new level of, uh, of, of freshness, of, of presence. And this ties into the number four that I want to share with you. And this is a practice of well-being. Like have a practice where you can generate for yourself a level of well-being every single day. And I think this is so important because when it comes to all of the clients that I've worked with, this, this is by far one of the most powerful practices, tools, and insights for them is how important it is to to generate and sustain this experience of well-being in our life because the present moment there's a level of aliveness that is available for us 
in the present moment. And it can be any set of practices. It could be meditation, it could be reading, journaling, going for a walk, petting your dog, hugging your loved one. Really, it's anything for you that if you included these things, if you had these 10 things in one day and everything else went to shit, what, what would still provide you with that experience of well-being if you did a number of these things? Write those things down and if you want the checklist uh, that we use every single day, just go to olivermanalise.com forward slash checklist. And the final thing I want to share with you, the fifth thing I want to share with you is rewards. It's it's a grind sometimes, like there's so much effort required and sometimes with the work that we're doing, we don't necessarily see results right away. But it's so important that when we set an expectation of ourselves, we work to meet that expectation ourselves and we, we have to make sure that we celebrate, that we reward those actions because you know, along the way towards the total accomplishment of our goal, of our objective, there's some things that we love doing and there's some things that are kind of against our essential nature. Some things that, that aren't natural to us, things that are tedious, things that if we had the resources, we'd, we'd want to have somebody else do that for us. So in order to make some of that stuff more meaningful and more significant and more, uh, more, you know, you're just more motivated to be able to just go ahead and do them. Having some rewards along the way, just even small ones, I think is going to be super, super helpful for you. So what small rewards, what large rewards could you give yourself depending on what milestone you achieve? You set an expectation, you work to meet the expectation, and you reward the effort because the effort is what's in your power. The result, the after effect, it's a byproduct. You have no control over that. But if you set a milestone for yourself and you did all the work and all the activities necessary to try and accomplish it, you got to set some sort of reward for yourself so that the whole journey isn't just a slog. You know, there's a brand like brand new entrepreneurs that I work with and they feel like they don't deserve the reward because they haven't put in all this time and all this effort or they're in the first year of their business and like how can I reward myself? I don't deserve it yet. But really, if you're going to look at it this way, what you practice is who you become. And what you practice is what you get really good at. So if you are practicing this slog, this I don't deserve a reward, and I got to spend 12, 18 hours a day working on my business, and I'm not going to deserve, you know, I'm not going to deserve any type of rest, relaxation, rejuvenation, or reward. It's that's what you're getting good at. So it doesn't even matter, even if you do hit that goal 12 months from now or whatever it is, even when you do accomplish accomplish it and achieve it. You're going to be so well practiced at this whole of this whole conversation of I don't deserve it. I don't deserve reward. It's not enough, and I got to until next time. I'll push it to next time. So you got to get into the practice of rewarding yourself now, and whatever that means to you, it doesn't have to be anything huge. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but just for you. Like if it's you know for me, let's say chocolate croissants. You know, I would love to eat chocolate croissants every day, but sometimes. Uh, you know, I, I just fluctuate in my weight, like plus, plus or minus five or 10 pounds throughout the year. And for me to manage that, it's important that I pay attention to what it is I'm eating. But there are little milestones, you know, medium sized milestones that if I hit them, then I will, doesn't matter what day it is, if it's a cheat day or not, I'm going to reward myself. I'm going to make sure that I give that to myself. So those are the five things I would say work less, give yourself some boundaries. Fill that time where you are not working with other interests, other hobbies, other people, because 
scheduling stuff outside of yourselves, making commitments outside of the work that you're doing, it just kind of, it forces you to have to perform while you are working. Have a practice of well-being. Have a list of 10 things that you look at every single day and work on practicing and work on improving that score. And you'll notice that you'll have so much more energy, so much more satisfaction, regardless of what the outcome for the day is, you'll have that well-being for yourself. And then set some rewards along the way. Every single little milestone, have these little little things that you can pick up so that you don't feel uh, hungry, you don't feel like you're drained. And so these are the five things I would say. There's obviously a lot more I can say, but, but I think these are the, probably the, the most important things you could take action on right now. So if you wanna avoid overworking, you wanna avoid burning out, take on some of these actions. Um, if you are looking to go a little bit deeper, a little bit further in this conversation with me, a couple of things. I have Reinvention Roadmap coming up April 21st and 22nd. It's a two-day live workshop and training. And we're gonna go through the 10 steps that I use with all my clients to make breakthroughs happen in their life, in their relationships, and their business. I think that would be a great opportunity for you to have the atmosphere of support, to discover yourself, to grow yourself, to transform yourself. And if you are listening, if you listen this far into the video, the promo code is Inner Tribe. I-N-N-E-R Tribe, T-R-I-B-E. One word, lowercase. And if you use that with the early bird, you'll save up to $150, which is a huge deal. I think that's a huge savings. Uh, the next thing is, if you are interested in doing a personal alignment assessment with me over the phone, takes about 30 minutes and what we'll do is we'll take a look at we'll, we'll bring you through an experience so that you can ex we can extract your essential and core values and then have you score yourself based on those those values some people might say oh yeah this is my core value this is my core value but using the process that i have you'll be able to genuinely identify what your true essential values are like the ones that if they're not there if they're not running at you know four or five out of five, then you're gonna feel like life is misery, life is suffering. And then when you do have four, four out of four, five out of five, or whatever it is, you're gonna feel like you are on fire and you don't, you're not even questioning, you're not even thinking about what's my purpose, what's my meaning, because you got all the values. Like it's all, you're living it, you're experiencing it, you're, you're in alignment with it. So if you're interested in doing that, I'll put a link below as well so that you can book that 30 minute conversation with me. And that's all. Thanks for uh, listening this far in. I know it's uh, a lot of content to take in, but I hope you got some value from it. Please, please, please share this with your community if you got some value from it. Uh, that is the best way to spread the value, spread the word, spread the message, and uh, try to you know increase the level of impact, the difference that we can all make together. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys.